So when people ask me, what is business fitness? I say, we help C-level executives and business owners achieve peak performance for both themselves and their business. And that's my secret sauce. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Brad Tornberg of E3 Consulting. Brad, great to have you on the show. Great to be here, Gresham. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Yes, I'm super excited about it as well, too, and hearing about all the awesome things that you're doing. And so before we jumped into that conversation, I wanted to read a little bit more about Brad so you could hear about some of those awesome things. And Brad is the founder of E3 Consulting and the author of Business Fitness Revolution, which is available on Amazon. He recently launched Business Fitness University, a program designed for business owners, C-suite executives, and managers. And Brad has provided management consulting, business software selection, and implementation for over 35 years. He has helped hundreds of businesses grow their profits by decreasing costs, increasing revenue, and optimizing employee and team performance. Brad, super excited again to have you here on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I am, sir. Awesome. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I I know I touched on a little bit when I read your bio, so I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Well, it's kind of an interesting story. I I got started when I realized as a consultant that I was getting $300 a day and the guy that was putting me into the market was getting $1,500 a day. That was when I decided, would I rather be the prostitute or the pimp? So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I I went out on my own with, with not knowing what I was going to do, but I just knew that whatever it was that I was going to do, I was going to be in control of what my future was and here was my opportunity to do so. Nice. I absolutely love that. And it's so funny. It kind of reminds me, I don't know if you ever heard that video where it's kind of like this motivational vehicle, a video where the boss is riding around in like a Tesla or something like that. And, and the, the employee is really excited. And it's like, oh, how you, how'd you get that? And the boss says, well, if you work really hard, you come in early, I'll get another one of these next year. So you start to get that realization of like who you're helping and how you can start to help yourself and make those things happen. Exactly. I mean, it's interesting because I started in in this field in technology when it was just starting to, to come about. I mean, you know, you go back to my high school, college days, I was doing things on punch cards. And when I first started in this business, just so you know, what E3 does is we really provide business operations and technology consulting. That's the overall overarching umbrella. We'll talk shortly about the book and the course that has kind of led to my metamorphosis to that. But, you know, we always work with people, process, and technology to develop solutions that will help them continuously improve. That's always kind of been the way that we do things. And, you know, people always say, you know, what is your why? And I always like to say my why is because I understand both business and technology. There's people that understand business. There's people that understand technology. But find someone who has both of them. And that was the advice I got from my dad. He was like, you know, find Find a niche between the two of them and you'll be able to make a living the rest of your life. And so I did. And having empathy for my clients and wanting them to succeed 
and having been with companies that really didn't care about the customer, just go do what you got to do and get out of there. It wasn't really jiving with me. I, I, I tend to be emotionally involved with my clients. I tend to have long-term relationships with my clients. In fact, some of my clients are 25, 30 year clients and they come back and they come back. So what's happened over the years is it started with technology. And then as you start talking about someone's business needs, they all of a sudden, the C-level executive, the business owner realized, hey, you know, you're a pretty smart guy. You know, can you help me in this area? And that's how I kind of got into the business consulting, everything from managing projects to a client of mine who asked me to go to Europe and find new distributors for him and his three largest distributors now came through me. So everything from sales to technology to all of those things is, has, has over the last 35, 40 years has kind of built that background of what I have. Nice. I absolutely love that. And, and it, it seems so, and I, I don't know if you've definitely seen this, you know, over the years that um, so many times people uh, believe there's, you know, there's business and then there's technology and they're, they're, they're in their separate silos, but I almost feel like there's a, you know, convergence um, that every business needs that technology. So it's, it's really hard to kind of, you know, I think really get ahead to, to progress and, and get better without marrying the two and having an understanding of both those things, which I imagine is why it's been so powerful. All of that comes together. And that's what I try to empower the business owner with. It's like, we, we have to establish where your focus is. But guess what? You know, if you think about your business and you think about your body, your body can only operate at peak efficiency if all of your systems are working correctly. You don't have a broken arm. You're eating well. Well, it's the same thing with your business. If one system of your business is bad, you know, how can the business be operating at peak performance? So we take a look at all of those systems that are related to the business, the skeletal system, the infrastructure. Do you have a good infrastructure? Do you have good systems in place? Your management team, do you have a good team? Uh, where are you missing pieces? A lot of times they have wrong people in the wrong places. So here I am going through human resource stuff with them. Right. Without a human resource background, but having a common sense business background and having dealt with over 400 businesses in the last 30 or so years. So that's kind of the outline to how I've kind of come to be where I am right now. Nice. I absolutely love that. And I appreciate you, you know, breaking that down, especially kind of like that, uh, that analogy or metaphor, just to kind of understand that, because anybody who's, you know, realizing that as much as they want to go to a goal or aspiration, but their health isn't in order or their skeletons, you know, all those aspects aren't in order. It's really hard to get to where you want to be. And we often, and, and the saying is, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, it's so important to understand like the, the totality and the holistic aspect that we need to be able to fill up our cup so that we can show up better so that we can ultimately do what the mission and vision of the organization is, which we can often, you know, forget about when we're trying to go from, from goal to goal to go. Yeah, plus your interpersonal relationships suffer when you're not taking care of yourself, right? You get stressed out more, you start yelling and screaming, you you have impatience and all those things. So, you know, teaching the executive that there's other people around him that he needs to be or she needs to be sensitive to, you know, so it's getting their physical well-being and their mental well-being in alignment with their business well-being. So that's the goal at the end of the day. Nice. I absolutely love that. And would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce? The thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. It kind of seems like you can see the forest for the trees and understand that, as I said, like people are sometimes busy professionals. They're go, go, go to this thing and that thing. They're not taking care of their foundation and making sure they do have their fitness in order so that they can, you know, be at their peak selves and their team as a result of that too. 
it, it is my secret sauce. And I, I kind of stumbled upon it because, you know, I, I knew I wanted to get into fitness um, just to know it. And then because I was so big in, in the business and the consulting side, I kept thinking to myself, there's got to be, you know, after I, after I saw that one guy and I wrote that one blog article, that's when the light bulb went on, that the secret sauce is combining the personal well-being. So when people ask me, what is business fitness? I say, we help C-level executives and business owners achieve peak performance for both themselves and their business. And that's my secret sauce. Nice. I, I love that because, um, again, it's kind of, we're, I, I feel like we're living in a world where it's no longer silos. It's no longer fitness is here. Relationships are here. Uh, technology is here. Business, it, it's all kind of overlapping and marrying and joined where if one isn't affected, just like the legs of a stool, one is a little bit lower or not sharper or not as you know strong the whole entire tool, a stool can topple over. So it's so important to kind of have that ability that you have to, to kind of see, you know, each of those aspects and how they're intertwined and, and affect one another. It's optimizing you. It's really what it is, optimizing you. And that, that's, what, that's what I'm trying to do. I, look, I've done it for myself and I know what works. And I also know what it was like when I wasn't doing it for myself. And I know the difference between how that feels. And I also know the commitment and what it takes to do that. When, when people say to me, I could never get up to be at the gym at four o'clock in the morning. I do that for 21 days. And you know what? Your body's going to automatically wake up and you're going to go because it's now a habit. And that's the same thing with here. It becomes an instinct. You do it. When you don't go to the gym on a day, you feel lousy because you missed it. There's the difference. Instead of saying, oh, I don't feel like going to the gym. It's like, oh, God, you lay in bed for 20 minutes. And you're like, OK, enough of this. Just get up because otherwise you're going to be miserable the whole day because you didn't go. And then you go and you feel better and then you start your day. again. So it's a cycle, man. It's all a cycle. <laughs> That makes so much sense. So that actually, you know, might be exactly what I was going to ask, which is kind of like your CEO nugget, which is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I usually say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Is is that where you you would kind of land on your secrets or your um your CEO nugget is being able to kind of be around like-minded individuals? Yeah, uh, that and and I think the biggest thing I would tell my younger self is the power of focus. You see, when you're an entrepreneur and you're starting out and every idea is the shiny object and any way that you can make money is a shining object. But, you know, to quote Dan Sullivan, there's a ceiling of complexity. In the beginning, when you start out, you can keep working hard and making more money. But after a certain point, you're going to start bouncing off that ceiling. You can't do it yourself anymore. So now you have to build an organization behind you. You have to make that transition into it. And when I did it, the people that I brought in, I delegated everything to them, including the things that I was strong at, which was the mistake I made. My focus should have been on sales and being in front of the customer. Instead of sitting in my office with my feet up the desk saying, look at how successful we are. You know how long that lasted? That was the first iteration of my business. That was the lesson that I learned about, okay, you're not the be it all and all. You have to have some humility. And you have to work every single day, like it's the last day that you're going to have your business. And the focus comes from if you find that one thing that you're good at, like I have now. Now think about how late in life I found that focus. If I had to tell myself something younger, that's what it would have been. Find your passion, make it your focus. And nice. then just 
march forward and don't let anybody take you off your path. People are going to try to knock you off your path. Just get right back on it. You know what? That's, that's a good sign because if they knock you off your path, they're showing you that the direction is different. Now you have, you have to, it's up to you to find that direction to keep going. So, yeah, I mean, like, like someone once said to me, when I'm 60 years old, I wish, I wish I was 18 again with what I know now at 60, because I would be a lot lot wealthier <laughs> i started <laughs> yes. with a lot of guys you know who are now retired i mean the first pc expo i did in new york i had bill gates on one side of me and i had steve jobs on the other side of me i was the only software guy there and these guys were selling operating systems and hardware and stuff like that and that was when i had an opportunity i was the first guy in this field and 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 most of the people that were early in the field cashed out early but i decided i'm going to go buy another business called duct tape marketing and now i'm going to invest in this and invest in that i lost focus and because i lost focus i lost direction and i had to basically retool and start over again which is what i did i sold the company and then started again i want to ask you now my absolute favorite question which is the definition of what it means to be a ceo and we're hoping to have different quote-unquote ceos on this show so brad what does being a ceo mean to you i think you have to have a bit of an omniscient point of view whether you're all-knowing or not you you have to also be a good collaborator in today's society. And of course you have to have empathy and you have to practice empathy and inclusion and all of those things. Um, I think a good CEO listens more than he talks. I think listening is a very underutilized skill with people. And if it means when you hear something, saying it back to them to confirm understanding is sometimes when people don't do that, there's that, gap of what you said versus what I heard. So, you know, making sure that you dot your I's and cross your T's and double check anything that's out there. I think, you know, being a CEO means being a leader, it means being a thought leader. It means being a people leader. It means uh, being very empathetic to everyone and everything that's around you. And it's also being charitable and being social. I absolutely um, love that uh, definition and perspective. And um, of course, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate your time even more. What I want to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, get a copy of the book, find out about all the awesome things that you've been working on. I appreciate that. My email address is uh, btornberg, T-O-R-N-B as in boy, E-R-G, at e3businessconsultants.com. And my cell phone is uh, US 732 area code 735-6429. And I've had that cell phone for 30 years, so I'm not going anywhere if you want to reach me. <laughs> and by all means, uh, check out the book. And if you're interested in the course, um, if you hire me as a consultant, you get the course. If not, the course is also available. Um, and you can see that on the website, www.e3businessconsultants.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Brad, truly appreciate that. To make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. I love that you have been able to kind of do that, remind us of how important that is. And of course, do that for your clients as well, too. And uh, I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. I will, but let me close with this. It's interesting that you just mentioned that last comment, because I've always been told my whole life about specialization to specialize and find something and focus and specialize on it. When people ask me, what's your strength? I tell them that I'm, I am a generalist in a specialist marketplace. 
Yes, and that's extremely powerful because I think what we're seeing now is those people that are able to create those solutions are those people that are able to, to not just know one silo, but are able to see three, four, five, ten different silos and are able to come up with a solution that can help all of those different aspects. So I, I love that you've been here, you've heard that before. And I think that makes perfect sense with what we've been talking about today. That's great. Gresham, thank you so much for your time today. It has really been great talking with you and hopefully we get to do it again. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.